0: this makes me uncomfortable <laughs> um.
1: welcome I'm gonna say that again welcome <laughs> to the- <laughs> A uncomfortable podcast, <laughs> where we discuss all the things that make us uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long one. It's going to be so long. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm your co-host, Laura. <laughs> I'm the other lesser co-host, Jade. It's Virgo season, sexies, and Pumpkin Spice <laughs> is the air. Today, we're welcoming our very favorite Virgo, our talented TMMU artist, who you've seen on our Instagram page, Cam Leilani
1: Reyes! Woo! She (laughs) is here to graciously be in our presence, as well as to talk about the moon and the stars and how retrograding is fucking your shit up. And also, maybe how fall holidays are also tasty and tragic. But anyway, it's time to get uncomfortable. Cam, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. I'm so
0: excited to be here.
1: Oh, we can't wait
0: to disappoint you. Oh,
1: thanks. (laughs)
0: Um, So,
1: Cam, can you be honest with me? Do you hate when I ask you to do new artwork? No, actually, I love it. I just feel absolutely terrible
0: because I am the worst procrastinator. Yes, <laughs> as you and Auntie both know. But it's exciting, you know. Like you're always it's like a surprise. Yeah, we're like your yo-yo, and you're always dangling us with just a little attention till the end to see if we. I'm fall. so sorry. No, I think I'll just start texting you just a bunch of images of people, like random people, and see if you can figure out who's the real one that we want you to <laughs> That will add to procrastination, and it'll just make it really psychologically mm-hmm. exciting. That would actually be really fun. I think that we should do that. That would okay. give me a lot of stress, but I might actually do it really fast. Okay, today I'm going to send you a bunch of pictures of old white men, and you have to guess no. which ones bad, and then you have to draw them. <laughs> I hate old white men. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm going to tell him you said that. So, in our podcast tradition, we like to start out with something that's making us uncomfortable lately, or, and, or, who have you made uncomfortable lately? So, get real deep, Cam. Well, I did make a Swifty uncomfortable the other day. Ooh. Yeah. And
1: it's hardcore.
0: I know. And it's Swifty season because Miss Taylor Swift was all over the nation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate her. Have never <laughs> liked her music. Yes. I love you. She makes me want to rip my ears out of my head. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Um, however, I was at work the other day and there was a new girl that I was training. Oh, yikes. And I walked into work and I was like, okay listening, they listening to um, Taylor Swift out in the front, and I'm like, I might kill myself today. I, today might be the day. And, um, so then I went out there and I told my friend who was on Ox, I was like, skip every single Taylor Swift song so that I don't have to listen to it. And I said that out loud and there was a new girl that was there. And she goes, skip every Taylor Swift song? And I go, Absolutely. <laughs> I am a part of a um Hate Taylor Swift council, actually. And yeah. she was like she didn't even know
1: what to say to that. I think like I really I really made her uncomfortable. It's your boldness, um so everyone's afraid to say that.
0: I know I know, it's ridiculous though. She's not good.
1: Well, they're such a
0: cult, you know, and they've really been brainwashed not only by these shitty lyrics that they all feel compelled to sing along to, no matter what situation they're in, and yeah. make our ears bleed, but also she's such a conniving businesswoman. The way she monopolizes all of American culture, it is literally. a literally and it it discourages anyone from speaking out against it. It's a fascist dictatorship. It is <laughs> Our opinions. This is supposed to be a democracy. So, Cam, you are an American hero. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to be, actually. Yeah, but in the end, I was like, you know, she, she may have fixed the economy, but she simultaneously destroyed the environment with her private jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I know people are so quick to applaud her for repairing an economy. Why are we relying on a pop? Please, why, are we, <laughs> why are we? Why are we relying? There are some deep-rooted issues. <laughs> this is a political issue. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I guarantee if she ran for president, she would win. Oh God! Uh, and that's well, a terrifying thought. We might as well. How much worse could it get? You know, I don't think it could get much worse. What if Alura's like, I love Taylor Swift. What are you guys I talking? Can- not <laughs> sorry, yeah, we shouldn't have to. I apologize. used
1: to be a fan when she first came out, and I was like a little like girl in middle school. And then I, th- I don't know when the shift happened, but it was so abrupt, and then it was so, um, it took over, and then I li- literally can't listen to. Even the songs that I did love when she first came out. Because it's just, I can't.
0: I've never liked her. I think she's complicit in the infantilization of women. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into that. Let's get into that. (laughs) Because when you listen to the lyrics, it's just like, (laughs) what are you teaching women to be? To obsess about these inane things. And I am so mystified by how people interpret that as an empowering thing but she also talks about like women bagging on other women Mm -hmm. like all the time in her songs and i'm like girl let's be a a women loves women like let's get it together i don't know if i can get that behind that cam but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay i understand I, I feel like it's an equal opportunity, regardless of gender identity, that I will fight you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a woman women. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I'm a hater. I will hate. Mm-hmm. If you're being dumb, that's weird. Sorry. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm glad you called out the Swifties, because mm-hmm. they can't take over our culture this way no. and impose their... Stupid stupidity on us all the time. There is one lyric though, I don't know what the song is, but there's a there's one lyric where she goes, It's sweet like honey, and it sounds just like my grandma. (laughs) So she's appropriating Vietnamese culture too. (laughs) Sweet like honey. (laughs) How you seduce a soldier. You can edit that out a little. (laughs) I'm keeping it in. (laughs) Anyways, what have you guys been like with the uncomfortable situation? Have you been uncomfortable? Have you made other people uncomfortable? (laughs) Did I just make you
1: uncomfortable? Yeah. Jade, what made you uncomfortable or who did you make uncomfortable recently?
0: It's kind of just being around people. Mm-hmm.
1: I know you had a birthday recently. <laughs> yeah. That was oh
0: yeah. for you. Yeah. I, um, I've always hated my birthday. I know that this is something we plan to talk about, too, because Cam and I are both Virgos, mm-hmm. and it's birthday season. Um, oh, so I come from... <laughs> <laughs> people you <laughs> yourself saying English words but it sounds like the tone of another language and you're like are people racially stereotyping me so I come from a, a place and people where birthdays individual birthdays are not something that you celebrate so it was just that lunar new year everybody celebrates a new year of life together and also politically coming to this country, documents were burned and a lot of it was not documented to begin with. So this idea of an individual birthday was not something that was really recognized in my family so confronting this American tradition of celebrating a birthday was just not understood or supported in my house but... My mom did make an effort to celebrate and, like, invite the kids in the housing project together and, like, (laughs) have egg rolls. And (laughs) they always would bag on me for the shitty-ass cakes that I had because the Vietnamese cake is, like... um, like that phyllo dough like the crispy one with fruit on top and so all the kids would show up and be like what the fuck is this (laughs) stupid ass birthday cake is this I am like totally uh never showing up to your birthday again Mm -hmm. um so I think I have a very uncomfortable association with birthdays in general and when I turned nine, my mom told me straight to my face, you're getting too ugly and too old to have a birthday. Because <laughs> I had like the adult, the random adult teeth coming through. So they look like buck teeth. And I, I still had gaps from teeth I had lost. And I was just going through that awkward kind of pre-puberty phase. I was really gangly and my skin was too dark from being in the sun. <laughs> so... I'm not saying that I get why she said that, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Birthdays have always made me feel really uncomfortable and I feel really sad and guilty and ashamed around birthdays. But this this birthday this year, I turned 40. Yeah, you did. I, yeah, honey. <laughs> um, so I know that's a big deal kind of. So I went along with the birthday celebration, and I mentally prepared for it. I put on the internal armor, and it was actually a nice time. Now, I will say that I stayed up all night afterwards, obsessing about everything I said and did and punishing myself for it, and convincing myself that everybody who attended, even after driving from far away to be there, that they now hate me and will never celebrate another birthday with me again. But it was a nice time. (laughs) (laughs) Right, You can't go wrong with Portos.
1: You can't. (sighs) Hashtag Portos. Please sponsor us. Literally. I went to all their locations. They have to. I know. You're a super
0: fan. They should really send you a gift card.
1: I think so. But it's fine. What are you to do?
0: Were you uncomfortable at my party Olara or is there something else that you would like to confess to us? Um no. <laughs> <laughs> something. What's been making you uncomfortable?
1: No, actually I'm fine with all the grilling and all of the interrogation that had occurred at your celebration. Um mm-hmm. Because I think it's funny. So. You like to be roasted? Huh? You like to be roasted? I do. I feel like that's my home. Um, I just (laughs) like to be ripped apart and um, psychoanalyzed and also just gaslighted uh, all the time. Um, So, thank you for that. That was really fun and exciting. Um. I don't know what's been making me uncomfortable besides everything, but also like nothing at the same time. It's a very interesting existence to be in right now. <laughs> I agree. Um, I guess because I was telling you this story earlier um, before we recorded, but like it was literally this past Friday when I was like alone in the house Everyone was gone, living <laughs> their best, and then I just put on the same song over, over again on like an eternal loop. I was just drinking wine in the dark, listening to this very sad song at full blast, just in my bedroom, just staring into the abyss. Um, and I feel like I was also disassociating, but um, my roommate had come back home and just literally caught me red-handed in this situation that I was in, and I had to downplay it like it was normal because um, I feel like it's normal. But obviously, maybe my behavior, looking at it from the outside, isn't necessarily um, a healthy, <laughs> no. healthy thing to witness. So I've been grappling with that. Of like am I okay?
0: <laughs> you asked that because you seem genuinely curious. Like
1: <laughs> I really don't know. Girl.
0: You know what? The that period of disassociation or sadness or loneliness it's only temporary and it will pass but you know that song you are listening to will always remind you of that moment space i was in a a cvs or something (laughs) the other day Coldplay song came on and it was like a donkey kick to the gut i just remembered being 20 years old and listening to that and crying (laughs) and writing my suicide notes and so it just Music is very nostalgic that way. So you made a memory, a lasting memory, it. Did. And I did,
1: and I love that for me. Yeah, let's spin it positive. Yeah. So that's, that was it. That was just my exi- existential crisis and loneliness on a Friday night. And what song was it, again, that you were listening it's- to? It's called Spread Thin <laughs> by Mariah the Scientist. You know, <laughs> Tell us no, and recommend.
0: <laughs> That's for a moment. <laughs> we love you, Allura.
1: Thanks. We do. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So, Cam, my fellow Virgo, what did you do to celebrate your birthday recently? Ah. Uh... <laughs> Birthdays also make me uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I hate birthdays. Never tell people when my birthday is. Because, like, I don't know. I just. I always have expectations and then I always get disappointed. So, why have expectations when I can just not have expectations and see where it goes? Is there a story of disappointment behind these feelings? where to start? <laughs> um, You know, I feel like everybody will end up forgetting my birthday at least, like, once. Like, I've had best friends for years that will always forget it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I always remember theirs. So I think that is, like, a stab to
1: the heart. It's the reciprocity or the lack thereof. Yes,
0: absolutely. Cam, do you think that's a Virgo thing? Because I have always remembered everyone's birthday, too. And I really put a lot of time thinking about gifts or messages to send them. Like, I literally will take notes, like, throughout the year to prepare for the next birthday. and um people always forget my birthday and people this is the thing that drives me crazy people will say oh I'm just not that kind of person like what you You can be that kind of person though yeah you learn to do so many things in your life that are not inherently natural to you and you can do it it's just one day a year and you've chosen not to remember so maybe this is like a Virgo trait we invest more in others oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah that is a Virgo trait for sure Absolutely. Yeah, Virgos we're the givers. We never get well, Virgo itself was like represented as like a servant woman. So that's fun. Ooh, hot. <laughs> now I know why I have all those costumes at home. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a tip. Honeys is so sweet like honey. <laughs> So, Cam, do you believe the astrology is true? Do you find it's pretty accurate? I... Okay. I am a very, very logical person. And I feel like if the moon can control all the tides, like, all the water tides in the ocean, and we're 70% water, like, it can control us. I don't see why every other thing in our, like... Universe can control us too. So yes, I do. That was crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. To listen to. <laughs> That's like bonkers. I just looked at Allura, and we both started smiling. <laughs> <laughs> was that the moon that made us smile? <laughs> Damn, I never heard it put that way. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy.
1: I was like, oh. yeah. Talk your shit, Cam. <laughs> That makes sense. The math is mapping on that one. The math is mapping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I do believe in astrology, like, through and through. So do you find that um, as a Virgo, you're compatible with certain signs? And, um, I mean, let's be real about this, because this is called the This Makes Me Uncomfortable podcast. Oh, yeah. Our collective goal is to make Allura as uncomfortable as possible. I'm which so sign? excited for that. That's
1: just unnecessary.
0: Let's watch your face as I say which sign is best for... <laughs> okay, as a Virgo, I feel like Pisces is the best for sex. Ooh, slippery fish. <laughs> opposite sign of like me or us I guess Wait, in what way explain like how so, are like, they in astrological terms there's a thing called um like sister signs where you're on the complete opposite end of like the um sky I guess or like oh. rotation ass to mouth <laughs> it actually <laughs> yeah yeah um but I don't know every Pisces that I've slept with has been like a one but they're just too emotional can't deal with it other than just sex oh so it's a just for sex is there a sign that you feel compatible with personality wise Like that you like to be around them, without blowing them
1: Now I blow
0: everyone, but
1: uh, (laughs) she's non-discriminatory. We love that for her. The moon, baby. (laughs) Um,
0: I don't know. I think maybe Aries. I have a lot of Aries in my life. Oh, (laughs) I love an Aries. Fiery, yes. I think it meshes well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are really connecting right now. <laughs> you really are. So, Allura, do you feel like the Aries traits
1: fit you? Is it a good fit? Um. So i I don't really follow a lot of. A str- like I don't know what a lot of it means like I barely I know you. what Aries means I just know <laughs> that I am one and I know that we're a fire sign and whenever I say that I'm an Aries everyone's just like yeah that makes sense and I'm like I don't know how to Checks take out. that um, but I would say yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Aries well, do you is you think dog- it's fitting more,
1: with right? my personality I think so.
0: Yes. However, there's a lot of other aspects to astrology that a lot of people leave out, like
1: because I, mean? I mean, there's different like houses, and like I just don't understand. Yeah. So
0: there's different houses, but then there's also like what sign the planets were in when you were born. So like you, do, you have a you have a rising sign and you have a moon sign too. Uh-huh. Your moon is your emotion and your rising is how you come across to people Like when you first meet them. Oh, my sun is bad. (laughs) It's like a full-on eclipse. (laughs) Oh, that's rough. (laughs) Moons, I gotta be Jupiter because there's 60 of them motherfuckers (laughs) rotating around. We love those Europa jokes. This is getting <laughs> <laughs> <I'm fucking> dead. <laughs> but you know what, Cam? The way you describe that, because I don't know too much about Western astrology. I was really drawn to it when I was younger, I think, for a sense of control out of my chaotic life. <laughs> I felt that. That's exactly why I chose it, too. <laughs> Uh Barnes and Noble used to have these bargain books that would match the different astrological signs together. So every time I knew someone's birthday, I'd look us up at Barnes and Noble, but um it sounds very similar to uh Asian astrologies. Like the way I grew up, you were born at a certain time which assigned you an animal for your physical embodiment. Yeah. So I think I am like a horse for that uh that time um and then you have a certain elemental sign for the day that you're born but and and that kind of reflects your spirit so I mean speaking of moon and water I am the ocean so that's supposed to be good in the sense that I can't be defeated like you can yeah. shit on as you want, but you will never be able to get rid of me. But at the same time, people also take you for granted and treat you like shit, because they know you're n- never going anywhere. <laughs> 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 um, but then I'm year of the pig, too, which I don't have to explain. <laughs> 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 your compatibility is not only based on your animal signs but your elemental signs, So it becomes this whole code of trying to match all of these things together to find what is quote unquote luckiest for you but um yeah getting in the sack with them scorpios right <laughs> you know what okay i have had sex with a scorpio before mhm they're just so disconnected oh really i feel like they're very disconnected
1: hmm <laughs> Allura? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Allura was disassociating this whole time. She's like, "Mm -hmm, I have the music on.
1: I have noticed I've been disassociating more recently.
0: (laughs) I don't know if that's a great thing. It's fine. Whatever.
1: (laughs) Resume. You're in a special space, Solara. Huh? You're in a special space. I am. I am. (laughs) Alright. Oh,
0: boy. Of our Virgo season, Cam, is really the onset of fall, too. And yes, I mean, we, uh, I mean, Alura and I are in California, and you're in Hawaii, um, so I know that our seasons are not the same as other places in the world where yeah. fall, changing leaves, and you know, rain, and all this white shit, but. <laughs> There is a certain feeling, uh, especially as Virgo is very attuned to the slightest little change. And oh yeah. We'll include Allure in this because we're we've all been traumatized. So I think trauma survivors are very attuned to the slightest change. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Did you just raise a fist? I like did. The- I did. <laughs> in solidarity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was very empowering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God. we're picking up on all these changes into the autumn season and everything is pumpkin spice like oreos and coffee and tampons and enemas yeah so how do you feel as we move from summer into fall are there things that make you uncomfortable about the transition or do you like going into fall how do you feel about it i well, first of all, have you guys tried the pumpkin spice Oreos? No, not yet.
1: Yeah. I'm dead serious. Those fuckas are
0: good. Oh, really? They're so good. So
1: you're like in the pumpkin spice. Like you're I, in it. Okay.
0: I didn't buy them. Someone had given them to me at work. <clears throat> and I was like, well, this is nice. And so I tried it and I was like, that is the best fucking Oreo I've ever had. And oh. I don't like Oreos.
1: You don't like was- Oreos. I
0: don't like Oreos. Did it have the chocolate cookie still? Or no, was it-, it had with a graham cracker cookie. Mm. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. That shit was Did a tiny. Pisces do that? <laughs> 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 I actually have no idea. Yeah. Ooh, well, you might find out. <laughs> you might find out soon enough. <laughs> okay, so I- we gotta try those. Yes, they're really fucking good. Um, but... I don't know. I really love fall. I like, um, I don't know. I like the rain more. I like, I think I like it because I, this is going to sound insane, but I like it because school starts and I love studying. I do. I like, like learning. I love learning, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Especially with the like reading a, a like a, a a nice book with rain. Are you yeah. kidding me? Mm,
1: that See? is it is the best. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I live in Manoa, so now it's like raining all the time. It was raining this morning on my walk, so it's snuggle season for sure. It is actually. I hate when people touch me in my sleep. I'm like, don't touch me. I hate snuggling. <sighs> That's been a source of conflict for me in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, when you happen across a mentally healthy person, such as my husband, who's quite loving and affectionate, and they want to snuggle, and you're just like, Ugh! like, <laughs> yep. yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to explain why. Mm-hmm. No, but I get it. I if I were to be in a relationship anytime soon, I would need my own separate bed or room. I
1: think Are that's you know way to go? Yeah,
0: like that's how Europeans do it. They have the two separate mattresses and they're next to each other, but everybody's got their own blanket and their yeah. own space. Ugh, I'm doing that. I don't want you touching me. Let me sleep, damn it. Yeah, you sleep better when you have your undisturbed
1: space. Yeah. <clears throat> Allura, do you like pumpkin spice? Um, I can appreciate it. I don't go out of my way to get it, um, but I can appreciate it. But I also am definitely a fall girly. I love all the fall things. I agree. Like, I can't wait to watch, like, Practical Magic and just drink margaritas for that one scene. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Such a woman. I know.
0: No, but you know what's great in fall? Mold wine. Yes. What? Did you just walk out of the Middle Ages? Mold I'm wine? i dead serious. That stuff is so good. I'm making it as a simmer pot in my home. I feel like that's what people drink before there were health regulations. I think so too, but it's still <laughs> <delightful>. like... <laughs> You're one for the ages, Camelot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jay, do you like the fall? I do like
0: the fall uh, because there's something about summer, which I love at the beginning, that gets very tiring by the time August, September rolls around, especially in California because everybody is in their summer gear, like the booty shorts and the top and it just feels... Offensive to me is <laughs> rubbing in my face what I will never have, and it hurts. And so I like it when everybody starts to sweater up again, and then I can hide my body, which is a reflection of my mind. And I love Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday for sure. I like mm. creepy, I scary. Happiness. Yes, the spookiness, the aesthetic, the colors. The
1: Halloween movies. The Halloween movies is definitely the, the best movies. part. What are your favorite Halloween movies? Oof.
0: Let's rank them. I do like, I love Hocus Pocus.
1: That one. Did you like. watch the sequel? Because I didn't. And I heard it was bad. Oh my god, it was the
0: worst thing I've ever seen okay. in
1: my life. Like,
0: actually, that was the most horrendous thing. I couldn't get past the first, I think, 30 minutes. I think I was sitting there at the TV like, girl, no. That's a no from me. It was awful. That's the one with the three witches, right? Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I don't get the first one either. The first one, I like the first one. Yeah, that one's a good one. But Yeah. But then, um, Halloween Town. I love Halloween Town. That's a good one. What's Halloween Town? <gasps> <Data>.
1: Hey, <laughs>
0: <laughs> No things are that the young whippersnappers are talking about.
1: <laughs> Halloween Town. They're all like the Disney Channel, like movies, like Halloween movies back in the day. They were amazing. My favorite is Twitches and Twitches Two, obviously. Oh, I don't think I saw that one. Are you serious, Cam? I'm serious. I'm so sorry. That's so upsetting. I know. Um, but I also love like really scary movies, like in all of its forms. I just love like the Disney Channel ones, and then like the actual like paranormal or like thriller serial. What's your favorite? Horror movie? Um. Sinister. It's the one with the kids. Sinister? I don't think I've seen that one, but I should definitely see it. It's basically kids just, like, murdering their families. Um, oh, I love that. This
0: is Allura. She's an Aries. She's
1: single. <laughs> I want. Me and my roommate have been, wa- like, we just watch movies, like, every day. And so we watched Smile the other day. And I don't know if you watched it or not, but I'm going to do a spoiler alert. Um, But, like, at the end, like, it was, like, starting to get, like, a little, like, and I was worried that she was going to conquer this, like, demon spirit or whatever has been, like, following her this whole time. And then she didn't, like, she ended up dying, and it passed on to the next person, and then the movie ended, and I turned to my roommate, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad she died. <laughs> and he was like, what is your problem? What do you mean?
0: older <laughs> well, is always rooting for the wrong character.
1: <laughs> I was just like, no, because, like, for a minute there, I thought she was gonna, like, conquer it, and that would so, that's so just un believable it's unattainable you know like and the fact that she didn't but she thought she did and then like it came back and it like killed her and then it continued so her efforts through the whole movie was meaningless um it really spoke to me yeah. and I was just like <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was like thank you that was the ending that <laughs> The movie was about
0: trauma, so yeah. <laughs> trauma always comes back, it always wins.
1: <laughs> so, I don't like happy yeah, I- endings. <laughs> no,
0: is that why you're not going to therapy?
1: Okay, so my biggest grapple with therapy is like I personally love the person <laughs> that I am, and like I feel like my Trauma and all of the things that I've been through, like, make me into the person that I am. And if I, like, heal that, what do I have left? Baby, you're not gonna heal it all in one session. Well, after this movie, now I feel like better about it.
0: (laughs) Where all your efforts are just gonna be in vain. Exactly. there's that meme that says, oh, I just realized all my personality traits are a trauma response. Yeah. It's it's true to some degree, but I think therapy is helpful if you find the right person and the right approach. It can be useful to say it's not that you have to change yourself to heal, but you can let go of some of the stuff that might get in the way of you being you. It doesn't mean you have to change yourself. You know, because I I struggled with that too. I was like, well, if I go to trauma, and they're just going to convert me into some like boring ass cookie cutter person that says live, laugh, love. You know, and shit like that. but um, I was like, yeah, my trauma makes me funny, but
1: yeah, it just- it's hilarious. Um, but like, <laughs> also, like, I'm not a very vulnerable type person i i don't want to like say things to a random stranger like i barely say things to people that i've known for years i still think jade hates me and i carry that with me every day (laughs) not true i think what cam is saying
0: though is that like that's the stuff you could heal from then you could open yourself up to knowing that I love you so much instead of thinking that I hate you
1: yeah I'll go to therapy eventually she's like let's stop talking about this you see how the avoidant
0: attachment style just says okay sure fine I'll do it next topic Um, Okay, so we talked about our favorite Halloween movies, but let's talk real stuff now. (laughs) What's the scariest life experience that you've had? Like, let's get really scary, besides planned pregnancies and stuff. Or pregnancy scares, because those have been some of the scariest parts of my life.
1: You know, growing up, um, whenever I thought, like, because I would always just, like, come up with these scenarios, and, like, always, if, like... I thought, like, I started thinking, like, if I ever became pregnant, I would, like, throw myself off the stairs.
0: Alright, that's been this episode. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Happy
1: Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween.
1: Of course, there's different avenues now. <laughs> I <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I was say, well, it's very surprising because
0: throwing yourself down the stairs is not the most efficient way to do it, and you are very efficient.
1: I know, but that was just like when I was um, a kid, and I would think, you know, I didn't know what the other options were. I figured that was the only oh. one was bodily harm, um, outwardly to hopefully damage inwardly. Um, but now I know there's other things. (laughs) Your body down the stairs. There is a flair for the dramatic
0: that I think really hits for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many options now only in certain states because our country is failing. Right.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I just shared that, but, um, that was. I'm glad (laughs) we. I'm glad we did it.
0: It took all of us by surprise, and we like Girl, it. I also love how you said when you were a kid. <laughs> about this. Girl, what? Like, how old, kid? Like, nine? Or, like, Listen, I've 14. always been
1: older than <laughs> my outward appearance. Um, also, like, I was forced to be, like, a mom when I was, like, seven. And so... Oh, I felt. Me internalizing all of these things. I was like, if I ever became pregnant myself, I would literally throw myself down the stairs. Like, that is my worst nightmare Mm. come to life.
0: Ditto. Yeah, I think you should (laughs) take the therapy thing at your own rate. I just got chills.
1: So Um, it's always just so surprising to me when like people my age are like, Oh my gosh, we're pregnant. I'm like, what are you gonna tell your parents? And they're (laughs) and I'm like, they're fully married. They're like it's a whole
0: thing. You're like, oh my god, do you live in a house with stairs? (laughs) (laughs) You know what you should do. Um Cam, what's the scariest thing? <laughs> I <laughs> forgot that was a question. scary uh, scariest thing that's happened to you in real life. <laughs> in real life. Oh God, I don't oh. Um <laughs> Well, I was in a school shooting when I was younger. What? Whoa, I'm really sorry I asked this question.
1: Trigger warning. Yeah.
0: We just got to send this episode to the archives. (laughs) Put it behind a Patreon wall with a trigger warning. I knew it was gonna be bad when we started bashing Taylor Swift! All good things were destroyed in Minute 1. It's the Swiftie karma! <laughs> yeah, a- they got the moon on their side. Okay, quietly tell us your scary school shooting story (laughs) (laughs) because there have been multiple (laughs) oh oh, gosh I like how I actually like forgot about that until like it just zung right into my brain like oh you were in this um you know I the only thing I really remember (laughs) Is I was nine, and I was <laughs> I left my lunchbox at the at the lunch tables, and so I didn't get to finish my fucking lunch. Uh oh, that was hor- horrible. Just the lunch part. Okay, is that the story. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I don't want to make it too depressing, you know. I mean, I just- I just want to make you uncomfortable, not depressed. Do you remember what was in the lunch? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) M&M's. Peanut M&M's. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was really upset. Peanut M&M's? Yeah. Wow, I'm having a lot of feelings right now. Mm
1: -hmm. I really just don't know how to process these tidbits of information. Sorry.
0: Random stuff thrown out. I'm not sure how to feel. And I have (laughs) so much... How many questions? Go ahead. Who put peanut M&M's in your lunch? (laughs) My mother did. She was hoping that I would have a good day. I didn't. Right.
1: (laughs) Neither did she. Probably like
0: the worst day. Yeah. Roughly. Are you able to eat peanut M&M's now without a few (laughs) thoughts? It's a serious <laughs> question,
1: Cam. It is a serious question, and I'm very interested to know the answer. Oh, the peanut M&Ms are actually my favorite. So, yes, I can still eat Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I, love I feel like maybe you blocked out that day.
0: Yeah. Oh, I definitely did. <laughs> and for years, the I've only
1: remnant is peanut MMs. And I like, still so. let it not affect you negatively. I know.
0: I really remember tripping and, like, skidding my knee, too. And I was like, damn, my life is over. And then I was in the room with the two girls that got shot, and I was like, mm, I was not, my life was not over. Wait, wait a minute. So people did get shot? Yeah, two girls. Um, Cam, way to bury the lead. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm in the love with <laughs> Damn, you better call your therapist up right now and be like, get licensed in Hawaii, lady, because I've got this M&M story for you that's going to throw you for a loop. <laughs> Two girls get shot and she's like, the peanut M&M's on the lunch table. What the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry for all of this. I can't wait to listen back to this. and be like, "What the fuck?" You talking about? That was like a weird journey. <laughs> okay, so God, are the t- were the two girls okay? Oh yeah, they're okay. <sighs> Fine. they just got shot in the arm it's okay they are good oh yeah i'm sure they're fine <laughs> you know i was in high school when <laughs> columbine happened like the first one that started all of this uh epidemic here but uh so someone that i knew called in a bomb threat to our school he was just uh doing the how did they call it um the copycat type stuff and so the school closed down and we all got the day off but I didn't I, I wasn't scared at all I just went to the movies with this guy who liked me Gemini by the way <laughs> Um. <laughs> so that stuff didn't scare me then but it horrifies me now especially as a mom like I have so much anxiety every time the kids go anywhere honestly any time we're in public I'm ready to kill and defend at all costs oh absolutely yeah so that scares me now i think all the scary stuff for me happens inside (laughs) uh yeah i think my 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 thoughts are the scariest thing i agree what's the scariest thought you've ever had (laughs) maybe a reoccurring one (laughs) i um cam i will be mentioning you in my next therapy appointment (laughs) i'm glad i think For me, honestly, some of the scariest thoughts I've had is, um, like, suicidal thoughts. Like, when I get to that point, that's very scary for me. Because I feel like I lose control of a lot of things. Yeah. And losing hope and all of that. And I think, inner, like, the intergenerational trauma, too, that... Um, maybe that's not as scary but it's very sad to me it makes me feel sadder to think about all the generations of stuff that gets put on my shoulders this became an unfun podcast in the last 30 seconds or so i will share (laughs) i brought up the school shooting so so. (laughs) i will share a funny story though of um uh, I, allura and i have talked about this before how we're always afraid allura might be a little less afraid and a little more intrigued if not titillated by the idea of someone breaking into your home and hiding in the walls and like living there without <laughs> us knowing but one time my brother who's 10 years younger than me uh He, I was out in the garage, I was getting something for my mom, and I came back in, and he was hiding in the hallway behind the corner, and he was gonna jump out and surprise me because he thought it would be really funny. And mind you, he's 10 years younger than me, so he's a little kid. (laughs) And he jumps out and surprises me, and I just punch him. And I felt so bad. He's this little kid, and he thought it would be so funny, and he didn't realize he was dealing with a highly traumatized individual who did not appreciate being snuck up on. So, I, um, yeah. I used to have like little buddies at the school I went to, and so like I was like in eighth grade with a kindergartner as my little buddy, and she grabbed my leg like under my skirt. And I kicked her. (laughs) Because it just, like, (laughs) it, like, triggered me. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that, like... I don't understand. And under the skirt, though, that's... that's I think she was reaching for my hand. Uh Uh-huh. That's what they all say. (laughs) Five-year-old. And I used to... Uh, teach this summer program for, and I was teaching creative writing for second graders or something and there was this one student who would constantly put his hands up my shorts and it triggered me and it made me so angry but at the same time I was like, oh, I don't know what this kid dealing with at home that's making him think that that's okay but sometimes, you know kid just needs a smack <laughs> okay of the three of us, who scares you the most? And you can say yourself too. <laughs> I, <regret laughs> going to. I don't know. The thoughts in my head—they're the, pretty scary. We often like to do on this podcast is have our guests choose between us in some way because it's yeah. like it's like recreating divorce in a way, yeah. which we oh, like. I love that. Yeah. A
1: good topic. Actually.
0: Yeah. So, who do you choose? Who's scarier? <laughs>
1: Are you Who do you not artists? want to visit?
0: I don't know. I don't feel like you're both... I don't think that either of you are scary. Wrong. I know that I could be... I know that I can get Jade very disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also know that Allura, I can also very much disappoint you.
1: And it's very easy, to It's very easy. Oh, goodness.
0: I feel like, hmm, I would be more afraid of N.T. than Alura. <laughs> Only because I don't want to be as much of a disappointment to you. Hmm. <laughs> I feel very powerful. Alura, who are you more afraid of? Who's
1: scarier, me or Cam? Um I would say Cam because she's so fiery and I would never mm-hmm. want to be on her bad side.
0: True, yeah. Thank you.
1: You know? Especially
0: because Cam is such a good person, so you know if you make Cam mad you're on the wrong side okay. of history. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel similarly to Allura about Cam because I know that if Cam disapproves or, dis- or you disappoint Cam, she will call you out on it. But at the same time, when people yell like Cam does, <laughs> I disassociate. I've noticed that when people are violent or, or arguing, it takes me to the calmest part of my brain because it's probably the most familiar. But Allura, on the other hand... I, I fear that if she got mad at me or if she disapproved of something I did or said, she would hold it inside and it might it might bubble up later. Mm-hmm. and that scares me more.
1: I could I 100% that. hold things in until the very last like so unassuming thing happens.
0: Mm. So do you think you'll save it for when I'm on my deathbed or at my funeral?
1: Oh, that's such a great question. I think I would do it as
0: at deathbed.
1: Yeah, I would do it at your deathbed because I would want your reaction. Like, I would want you to live with that.
0: Okay, so I'll see you in a few months. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, well, we all got votes for being the scariest. So I came up with this really nonsensical question, but I think it says a lot about a person. If you were to abduct someone, someone who disappointed you, that you felt you had to punish to teach them the right way to be, which Halloween candy would you torture them with? Like, you're just force-feeding them just that candy. So, in essence, what's the worst Halloween candy?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would say candy corn.
0: I was also going to say candy corn. It makes your throat hurt. Yeah. Okay. Like hot take. I actually love candy corn, but I know everybody else hates it. <gasps> so you it. just lied to us. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I like. I would use it to torture other people. Yeah. Oh, I, I like see it. But you, because you I know, really know like it. everybody else hates it.
1: You like it, Cam? Wow, Cam. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you and eat candles hard. too? I do actually. <laughs> As you're doing your Virgo moon rituals, you just take a bite out of that candle. Yeah, actually I do. That's that's part of my ritual. Look how disapproving Alora looks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a terrifying look. You know what's bad? What's bad? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <You're wrong. laughs> I thought I was just gonna keep going. Twizzlers. Oh, I oh, hate, I hate Twizzlers. So slimy. Ugh. Ugh. What else do I hate getting? Oh the fucking Neko wafers. What kind of nineteenth century what? carryover is that? What is that? that those are the little discs that are like chalk. Oh, you know what? I kinda fuck with those. Oh, Cam, oh, Jesus. No. I have such a bland palette. Do you not do spicy either?
1: No, I love spicy. Okay, good.
0: Hmm. You're but I will eat the bland shit, like um, you know those Girl Scout cookies, like the the trefoil ones or whatever they're called. They're shortbread cookies. Ooh, I love they're shortbread. They're dry as fuzz, but I love them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was um, very unsettling to know that you. Fuck with all those disgusting candies. Yeah, that was really surprising, Cam. But you you know what, Cam? The world needs people like you because for those of us who discard those, someone's got to eat them. See? There you go. Just like peanut MMs. Oh, boy. All right. Fall also (laughs) has us looking forward to slash dreading Thanksgiving. So, what the fuck?
1: What is up with Thanksgiving?
0: I actually said
1: Thanksgiving. Do we like this food in here?
0: Nope. I like mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. Do you, Laura?
1: I do. Me too. You like anything, <laughs> though. I make the best candied yams. Those are my favorite. Oh, yum. Yeah.
0: Okay, you know what? I can fuck with that.
1: Yeah. Um, I love, like, scalloped potatoes. Oh controversial.
0: And yeah. <laughs>
1: continue.
0: continue.
1: Um what else do I love? I love the turkey, but it has to be like super just moist and perfect and if it's not, then I hate it. Turkey
0: is such a hit or miss. It is a hit or
1: miss. I don't like it. I would
0: much rather have ham. Why do people
1: fan of a candied ham? What? I'm not the biggest fan of a ham.
0: I love a good ham. But what about me? (laughs) I love you. Um, I don't know why people even deal with turkey and ham. Like, why can't we eat something good on Thanksgiving? I suggested I this last year, Well, I suggested last year, can we do tamales and tacos for Thanksgiving? Mm. And it was like I slapped Abraham Lincoln in the face in front of everyone. Like, everybody was so up in arms and offended of tradition and all this. And I get it. Like, my uh, my grandfather was an excellent cook and he in my early years made all Thanksgiving dinner from scratch and so I have nostalgic memories of him doing that because he was like a career soldier. He and was always out working with his hands, carpentry and stuff. So it was the one time a year where I really saw him in the kitchen taking care of everybody and doing all the cooking and it was just this elaborate spread. But then he died. So, so all of the happiness ended, um, but oh, there was really not happiness. It was all terrible there, but that Thanksgiving dinner ended, and I was left with a lot of the canned stuff tastes best to me because that's what I know, like the canned cranberry sauce where you have the ridges of the aluminum can on it, and you slice it up like some gelatinous space food like that, and I like the canned green bean casserole a lot too but no love fucking game. the water chestnuts in it no. oh I hate water chestnuts disgusting right it is
1: disgusting. it's gross Dis-
0: so so gross so don't do that unless you want to fight me but um, yeah I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving food I think it's all a big waste on top of being a distraction from our genocidal history absolutely Go. yeah no i agree i hate it whenever like i don't know especially with my family because my family is very white and very whitewashed they're like america when it comes to uh (laughs) thanksgiving like this is the greatest thing ever and i'm like dude you're eating dry ass turkey it is not great Mm-hmm. it's not great and you have to sit with family the whole night okay. family that you haven't seen in a year and they're and, worse no they
1: get worse every year i think
0: they do it's actually awful and then you listen to them more and you're like mm-hmm. how are you like not how have you not been murdered by the common person out on the street <laughs>
1: <laughs> a fair question yeah. Especially like, a,
0: a supposedly, this is what they've marketed to us, is that it's supposed to be a holiday about gratitude. So why do you spend it out of obligation with people that you wouldn't want to spend time with in any other capacity? Exactly. Babe. I would much rather spend it with my friends or my dog. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Phil? Phil? No, Oh my gosh. Do you know for one of my dogs, we created a backstory where she used to be married to a raccoon named Phil. And he (laughs) was a saucy, romantic, honey. Would catch all kinds of things with his little tiny black gloved hands to give to her. Good for her. So Phil is a good name. Yeah, he's a golden retriever. (gasps) Precious. Mm Yeah. Aluro, would you eat a dog?
1: <laughs> so I know you don't like animals. <laughs> yeah. Um someone asked me the other day they're like you don't want kids, you don't like animals. Like what matters to you? Like <laughs> Oh, that's a
0: very judgy question. That's a good question, though. <laughs>
1: and I was just like, I mean, nothing, really. <laughs> um, I mean, I've eaten a horse before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I could also eat a dog if the time came for me to do that. Leaning Did you call... The
0: did you have the, um, <laughs> I like it when we reinforce stereotypes. It's fine. Did you have this? <laughs> and here I follow up with a very stereotypical question. Did you have
1: the, the sushi grade horse? <laughs> I think I did because it was raw. Like it was like okay. raw horse. Did you like it? It was delicious. Where was this? In Japan.
0: <laughs> like isn't Carlsbad? I was like, where were yes. you gonna It a horse? came with
1: like little like onions to put on top, like some mm. soy sauce. Yeah,
0: yeah I've heard uh, good things about horse meat. We just yeah. built that up so much in our American culture that you don't touch that.
1: Yeah, my aunt was really judging us the entire time. She was like, "I cannot believe you're eating this." Like, and that
0: probably made it more delicious to you. It
1: did. Huh? It did.
0: Did you just take a bite and go,
1: mmm, mmm. Yeah, it was pretty damn good. So, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into the exotic meats. hmm
0: <laughs> Question,
1: would you ever eat... A- <laughs> yes? Like, if it was, like, you know... Would you ever eat a human? <laughs>
0: We had to know it was coming. (laughs) Yep, we knew.
1: Did you know it only took three days after Hurricane Katrina for people to resort to cannibalism?
0: Okay. Well, this, now that we're here, now that we're here, um, this raises another question because you may be inclined to say instinctually that, oh, well, I would eat the terrible people first. Like obviously <laughs> people who have committed heinous acts right. that you would want to rid the world of, mm-hmm. but wouldn't you want to consume and have a part of you a good person? Right. What do you do? Do you eat the bad person first or the good person
1: baby meat is
0: meat. like you, if you gotta eat you gotta eat but I don't first.
1: know because how a person live like how a, like an animal lives like a chicken or a pig or a horse I think it matters in the meat quality mm-hmm. yes I think it matters in the meat quality and also their diet yeah
0: yeah if I knew that they were eating healthy hell yeah I'm gonna eat you so if you see, like, a young strapping man eating peanut M&M's, you're like, I'm going to eat that bad boy first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that joke tickled me deep inside. <laughs> I was really pleased with that one. <laughs> Uh yeah. Well, Allura, how many days do you think it would take you before you eat a person?
1: Yeah I don't I don't know the answer to that question. I don't I, I think it would depend on the circumstances.
0: That's a bullshit answer. How many hours does it take before you get really hangry?
1: Um Maybe, like, eight hours.
0: Mm. Angry or hangry? Hangry.
1: For me, it takes, like, three. Yeah. (laughs) It also depends on, like, if I've been, like, doing things all day or if I've just been, like, not, you know? I agree. You know, Mm because, like, if I'm not doing anything, like, I could, like, last longer, like, without eating. But if I'm, like, out and about, I need... I need sustenance. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a blood sugar issue, so I get really shaky um, when I don't eat, and that's eerie to watch. <laughs> I'm shaking normally, <clears throat> just vibrating all the time. Ooh. <laughs> She's energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um okay, if we get rid of Thanksgiving, how would you like to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day? Or how do you hope that people could change the way they celebrate this stupid fall holiday that's based on lies and murder? <laughs> Oof. Number 1, tacos. Number 2 Oh, I don't know. Sorry. I spoke too soon before my brain could formulate a thought. No, I, saying number two is always good in my mm-hmm. book. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe, like, free shit. Like, More. on that day. Just go ham. Free. The purge, but free stuff. So, looting? <laughs> yes.
1: And violent. Arthur. <Arcanine. laughs> Wow! Yeah, a A historical (laughs) reenactment. But with an alternate (laughs) ending, yes, (laughs) switched. Mm, How the turntables would be the Mm -hmm. slogan.
0: All the turntables. I was gonna say like plant a tree, but now I feel stupid.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's a good option too.
0: Yeah, we gotta I mean, change. like a community garden. That would be nice. Yeah, community stuff. Sh- actually yeah. sharing things instead of yeah, buying being stuff. Being grateful for the shit you've got. I ask my kids every night at dinner what is something that they were grateful for today. And I think we need more of that. I agree. On a systemic level. Mm-hmm. But if we want to change holidays, we have to enact change in many different ways. And Cam, you are an artist, and all of our listeners have enjoyed your art on the beautiful... What would you call them? Like, no, they're not caricatures, but the profile... You know, I don't know. I think just, like, digitized, like, characters, I guess? Mm-hmm. How would you describe your artistic style? Um, I really, like, I am more of a, like, draw what's there type of person. I can draw from life really well, and I can draw what I see. It's hard for me to come up with something to draw often. Mm-hmm. I need reference for it. Mm-hmm. So you're a very visually attuned, very observant person. Yes. And the art that you create forces us to see the thing that's there in a different way, though, because you make it more beautiful than it is. I love your artwork, and oh, everybody should follow you and support your art. And once you start selling and commissioning things, everyone should give you all the money, all the time for oh, your talents. You. I hope. But as an artist who can force us to see things differently. What do you think me and Allura (laughs) and all of our listeners should do differently this fall? I think, I think a lot of people need to spend more time outside and like, or just more time experiencing what's around you rather than trying to experience something that you want to experience, if that makes sense. I think a lot of my creativity comes from viewing the world, like, in how it is rather than how it could be, so, like, mm. I'm not, I haven't been on my phone as much, like, I haven't been doing a lot of, like, um, things just for, like, myself, or, like, like, I haven't been scrolling through social media or stuff like that, but I would if I'm taking the bus, like, I would like to look around at all the people and, like, listen to what's going on and listen to who's talking to who or wonder if somebody's going on their way to work or on their way going home. Like, I don't know. I think it's a lot more special to kind of be in tune with your life that surrounds you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. It is yeah. nice. He- People watching is so interesting, too. It's so much fun. I love it. What is your favorite place to people watch, both of you? Where do you go to just observe the animals? I do. So I take the bus, <laughs> the animals, I take the bus all the time, and I think I, I like the bus a lot because there's a lot of different characters on there. Sometimes mm-hmm. people get on and they smell like piss and other times people get on and they smell like really cheap cologne. So that's always fun, interesting. Why do you gotta blow like, my shit up like that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I don't know, I like the bus, I like just like even cafes are nice. Malls. Like if you just sit
1: at the bench or oh, on like a bench mall. at the mall. It's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my gosh. Malls are so creepy now, though, post-COVID, because they're so empty. I know. And it makes me think of zombies. <coughs> Ooh. Ooh. Allura, where do you like to people watch?
1: Um, everywhere. I'm I'm naturally an introvert, and so if I'm in a busy place, I go inward, and then I like to just watch... The people mm-hmm. around. I agree. Um, and also disassociate while I do that. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's my favorite pastime.
0: Comforting.
1: Yeah.
0: I like doing it at Disneyland.
1: And Ooh, that's a good one too.
0: Yeah, because you get people from everywhere, and it's a place where they're expected to be happy,
1: mm-hmm. but no
0: one can ever quite fulfill that. So I like to see the descent into failure. And the churros are so good. And the You turkey just sit legs. on a bench part or a park bench and you're just snacking.
1: Turkey leg. I can you eat a whole turkey leg there? Um, I used to be able to. Now I feel like mm. my body's slowing down. So that's really hurtful.
0: Oh. <laughs> Happy fall, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> oh god there is a tenor of melancholy in your voice Solara there I'm is going to be, I'm gonna be texting you every day this week
1: yay
0: you're going to hate <laughs> like you gonna hate it just like you hate me okay
1: yeah. alright um ooh, ooh. That's fine <laughs> He's just not All right. Well, up. that was such a <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster of an episode. I don't know what to title this. Oh, girl, that was a that was a doozy. Because, like, we talked about so many random problematic things that it's really hard to encapsulate the conversation to just one or two words. Be like 70% water. I'm here for that. <laughs> we'll keep brainstorming. Um, but that's all we have left today. <laughs> Please follow us on our Instagram at TMW <laughs> Podcast. Um, I'm sure after this episode you don't want anything to do with us. um, But until (laughs) next week, please make good choices. And thanks for listening.